host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Long time no here. Okay, this is what, uh, December 17th that I'm doing this on? And uh, I haven't had an episode, well, a brand new episode since, uh, let's see, where where are my notes here? Where are my notes? Okay, the last time that I had, like, an episode was, uh, oh, wow, September 17th. So look at that, a full, no, 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 sorry, uh, September 26th. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I haven't recorded an episode for, like, three months, even though... If you've been listening since the beginning, I haven't missed a week yet. It's because I had like a three-month buffer zone, which is why, you know, even though it's uh, December 17th right now, uh, I haven't missed an episode. And that's why, like, all the dates are weird. If you're thinking, like, why does he keep um, having episodes that are new episodes but they're like back in september or something like that yeah i had three months worth of episodes stocked up before i launched the podcast because i just have a lot of stuff going on and sometimes i can't record but now all my backed up episodes are pretty much gone and they're pretty much out and if you're still listening thank you very much if you've been listening from the beginning thank you thank you so much um it's a it's a one-man army it's a one-man show you know so i do the editing I obviously do the recording. I put it on Instagram. I put it on Twitter. Still haven't uh, set up my Vero yet, even though I've been promoting it on here. <laughs> but it's a one-man show. I'm a very busy person just because with life and personal things and work, I don't have all the time to record when I want. So thank you for still being here. And uh, that's why I haven't recorded in like three months. But I have to now since I have no more episodes <laughs> stocked away. And also, my uh, speaking of the show, oh, well, this is Married at First Sight, episode 11. Let's talk about sex. And since I haven't watched the show in three months, one, the show's over. So whoever is together or separated, that's what it is. I don't know the results. Well, I know the results of some, but if you're, watch- if you're listening to it in real time, um, well, not in real time, but like with, if you're listening, if you're list knowing about this show through me, I don't want to give spoilers and stuff. I know like one or two spoilers, but other than that, I'm just going to keep it to myself because I don't want to ruin it for the people who are going on this adventure with me. And so I'll, I'll, I'll wait until the end, but I haven't seen the reunion. I'm still at four episodes back and the show is already done. And there's a new season coming on January 13th, I believe. So that's less than a month away. So I need to get these, these episodes out of here before the new episode, before the new season comes in. And it stinks because I wanted to have some original content in the middle of the break, but I've been, again, I've been so busy that I have been able to get that together. But at the same time, I have been. I've been writing down things every day that I want to talk about. And I've been, I have a catalog uh, towards um, towards uh, promoting new episodes, new original content before, well, not even before, but alongside the new, the new season of Merit at First Sight. So we'll see how it goes. But um, 
in case you didn't know, I guess that was a tale at the top, <laughs> you know, a thing that I started a couple episodes back. So that was it. Um, things are going well. D- dating life is eh. it. It's it's okay. I'm still messing with uh, Ellen. And if you guys don't know who that is, um, it's okay because I kind of pro- didn't really introduce her. But uh, again, I still need to have that episode where I delve into everything that's been going on uh, with dating and all that stuff. But let's just get into this episode. Sorry for the four-minute delay, but I just felt that I had to get that out there. But also, too, again, I haven't seen this episode in three months. So I this is probably going to be a very short episode. And I promise to have the later episodes be more in-depth and in detail because I really don't know where the mindset of these people were in and all that stuff, even though I did take notes. But I'll try to see. I'm going to read them. And we'll try to see if I can if it can jog my memory, because I really don't remember, but I do remember the title, though, let's talk about sex, and of course, that's, um, Karen and Miles' least favorite, uh, topic, (laughs) but, um, so at, at this stage of the game, they've been, uh, married for 25 days, or over three weeks, okay, so it's Karen and Miles, and Miles says, do you trust me, and Karen says, to an extent, not with my heart and she and she asks him do you trust me and he says uh he doesn't see a reason that he says i don't see a reason not to he says that he he can't give his heart fully as well um but he wants to build on a trust and she says it's going to take some time uh she wants him to come through with the small stuff first and who are you and who are you through the difficult moments that that's that's her big thing because of course if anybody remembers she's been in a five-year relation uh she was in a five-year relationship and the guy uh uh, got somebody pregnant during their relationship so she's been very guarded so she wants to see so i you know i guess she was uh, blindsided so she wants to see with any new person if they are who they say they are, and also if they are that person through the difficult times, who are you past the represent past the representative? And I get that. I understand that. That makes sense. Because a lot of people do present themselves as the representative, as the ideal partner, until they start getting comfortable and comfortable. Comfortability doesn't necessarily mean bad, but it's like, okay, now the person is comfortable. Now we will get to see who they really are. And again, that's not to say that that is bad either to say who they quote unquote really are. It's just that now they're relaxed. They are good. They don't need to necessarily impress, but they just want, we just want to see who you are. And she feels that Miles, since the beginning, has been Mr. Representative and not his full self, which is unfortunate because everybody has told her from the experts, from his own sister, to say that what you see with Miles, this is who he is. He is a stalwart gentleman, um, always ready to put you first, 
and make sure that you're okay and she keeps saying well she 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 keeps trying to convince herself that no this person this person can't be real no i'm sorry and i get it you've been hurt so you're going to um not believe any person that uh presents themselves in such a fashion and i understand that but it kind of sucks because i am like i've said before i'm I'm half Miles and half Bennett, so I understand how frustrating that could be where you're trying to present yourself as you and people don't accept who you are and they're saying, nah, you're fake, man. You're not really this kind. You're not really this nice. What's going on? What do you want from me? And it's, that's not the case. Like Maybe it's because that I I have been hurt too. And I don't want to hurt that person, and I understand what that person has gone through, so why would I want to be the thing that hurt me? So I do my best to make sure that you're okay, you're good, so we can both be good. You understand? And unfortunately for Karen, it's not working in that manner. But, alright. So, we move on to Brett and Olivia, and the living situation and kids are their biggest struggle. Uh, Olivia says if Brett didn't own his house there would be more options to live because she doesn't necessarily like where he lives I forget the reason why my apologies but she said if like if he rented it would be better for them and then they can gallivant wherever they want and Brett's sarcasm is grating I remember this <laughs> this, this I remember um, his sidebar antics about being irresponsible about owning a home is not helping the situation. He he loves to deflect in situations where she wants his genuine input. And it could be a case of, I don't know, him trying to be strong for the camera or him trying to be, uh, him trying to show bravado because that's how he's always been. But then again, his 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 whole family is well. Him and his brothers are very sarcastic amongst each other's. You can't get a real sense of being amongst any of them because they're all very sarcastic, very jokey. But then in pockets of the season, you did see uh, Brett show vulnerability. And it wasn't it wasn't for that long, but you saw that he was okay. You're like, oh man, this guy, all right. But what's wrong? What happened? Why is he? Uh, why why can't he be more like this? But that could be me, uh, because I I like people who are vulnerable and well, not dramatic, but just vulnerable and show show honesty. And sometimes he can't do that. He'll 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 hide his truthfulness within a joke or a backhanded compliment and Olivia just like rolls her uh eyes and can't take what he's saying for face value because it because she says oh man why don't why don't you do something else or she thinks oh, I can't I can't I can never get a real genuine answer from this guy and it stinks cuz he's always like that uh Olivia doesn't initiate touch which sucks because for me, uh, my love language is touch, and I need you. I, I I need we need to touch. I'm sorry. We need to be 
together as a unit or, or something. Um, I, I can't go very long without touching, if I'm in a relationship, without touching you, holding your hand, caressing you, uh, like uh, playing with your hair, something. You know, I, I love, I love, absolutely love touch. Um, she doesn't, Olivia makes a stance again that she doesn't necessarily want to have kids. And from what I see in my notes here, it seems that, uh, I, I put what Olivia needs is a gay bestie and it would solve all her problems. And I am talking with my past. I am agreeing with my past self because everything that she wants to do I mean, she doesn't like. She doesn't initiate touch. She, she has a weird thing with sex, but she wants the man to follow her lead in the activities that she picks out. You know, she doesn't necessarily involve the man's decision in things. Like she wants to go to trivia. Not to say that's a gay thing or whatever. That's not what I'm saying, but. Just like in the past episodes before, uh, I remember a, a, a YouTuber, a YouTuber, no, 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 well, not even a YouTuber. I was watching a video on YouTube and a commenter said that Olivia doesn't want to change her life whatsoever and she just wants to have a man in her life. It, she, she, Olivia has a formula in her head and it's add man and stir for the perfect recipe for the thing that she needs for her ideal life. And it's true. She just wants to add a man in her life's equation, and that's it. Meaning, she just wants a body there, essentially, to hop on and and do do the things that she wants to do in like life. You know, go to the where are they? New New Orleans. They go to the Saints game. Go do trivia. Uh, go travel, but when but wants no input from the guy (laughs) you know she just wants a partner but not like a romantic partner she just wants a partner to go do these things with and that's not a relationship at all she never she doesn't consider brett's situation and what he's dealing with i mean the man bought a house you're still renting, and she hates that he bought a house in the place where he did. And it's like, whoa, a lot of women would be thrilled that a man has a home to begin with. Who cares where he lives? Let's talk about that later. Let's talk about that this guy got a freaking house. That's all his that he lives in. That that That's all his. He He owns it. Meanwhile, you rent. And I don't know. I I would think that she would take that into consideration that he's a responsible and he's an adult and he's a grown man. But no, it's like it's all about me, 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 what I want in my life, what I want in my life. And I don't want anything to jeopardize the magnificent uh, journey that my life is, (laughs) you know, going to trivia and going to Saints games and traveling and buying expensive wine. I want to I want to keep doing that. I don't want to I don't want anything to curb that momentum. 
but I want a man in my life. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, uh, pick your struggle. What do you, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Uh, so they're on the couch and she's, I guess she's asking Brett, why hasn't sex happened? She, and, oh no, I think, um, I think they're with, I don't know if they were with each other or they were with a, an expert, I think maybe Pastor Cal, but, um, no, 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 it wasn't Pastor Cal, I think it was, um, Dr. Viviana, and, um, I guess she asked, why hasn't sex happened, and Olivia says she wants the sex to be meaningful before any of that happens, there's a lot of distance when they sit on the couch, I, I've, I've tend to notice that they, again, she doesn't like being touched, um, and she and she likes to argue. Oh no, no, yes I do. And it's not because she she really doesn't like being touched. And then he 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 not leans towards her. He he not uh, he he goes for her. Like he puts his hand out to touch her on her like hip while they're sitting, and she like likes it. But then she starts like not twitching, but more so like okay, that that's enough. That's, you know the six seconds have has happened already you can get off me now because she seems so uncomfortable with being touched meanwhile you can see i don't know if it's his love language but you can see that he loves to touch he loves to reach out he loves to caress and he's not getting that and she tells him olivia tells brett if you like what if you feel like the time is right I don't want you to not try because you think I'll deny you. And it's like, but you are, <laughs> it, you know, like you, you totally are. And he goes, well, permission and enthusiasm and no permission and, and an enthusiastic initiative are two different things. And that's absolutely true. Thank you, Brett, for that scientific explanation. Yeah. It's one thing to have permission like oh you know would you like to have sex and she goes yes but it's another thing to be enthusiastic about it you know so with her initial thing if you feel like the timing is right i don't want you to not try because you'll think i'll deny you but why well why would he think that you would deny him it's because one you're not doing anything to entice me you're just banking on his horniness to uh, to prevail and him to be like, hey, let's let's do it, while you're sitting down and watching Jeopardy or something like that. Why aren't you initiating? Why aren't you enticing him to be to make the first move? Why do you want him to just just take you without any notion that you're gonna be into it that night or whatever, you know? That's that's the thing. He doesn't want to look at you and he can't tell if you're in the mood or not, but you want him to still do it anyway. Like that's huh? <laughs> that's like that's like you watching like a, a rerun of New Girl and then he all of a sudden like you're on the ca- not on the couch, you're in your pajamas or something on the bed in the, in bed. You're watching New Girl and he decides to uh not lean over well yeah he decides to roll well roll over it was what i wanted to say he wants to roll over and then he grabs you like your uh your right your right boob 
you know, with with no with no warning, no nothing. You're gonna look at them like, what the hell are you doing? I'm I'm watching something, you know. That that's what how you make it sound like. Oh yeah, just just do it, even even if you think that I'll deny you, or something, huh? What? Olivia, man, you gotta give, you gotta give more. You got, and that's the thing. Both of them are attracted to each other, yet at the same damn time, they don't want to do anything, or they, or, or should I say, they haven't done anything. It's because they all get into that stupid small fights about the budget. Well, not to say that they're not important, but they get into those big fights about about ridiculousness you know and and they've liked each other since i don't know since they first met each other on their wedding day and they haven't done anything so it's like guys what's going on what's the hold up but anyway um oh karen and miles again all right so um let's see this so uh yeah, I believe they're Oh no, yeah, I think they're talking with um maybe Pastor Cal or No, I guess not Pastor Cal because this is a sex episode. So I guess it's a uh, Viviana Coles. I could be wrong. Please uh write down in the comment section or whatever and let me know how accurate I am because again, I have not seen this episode in 3 months, so I have I'm just going by my notes here, but Karen says no, 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 I'm sorry. Miles says, do you feel... Oh, I think No, I think Dr. Viviana asked this. So, she asks, do you feel married? And Karen says, no. And Miles says, in moments. And Karen says that she moves slow. She needs time to build. But at the same time, she wants a hug, but doesn't open her mouth to ask for it. So, it's your contradictory, not necessarily hypocritical, even though, I mean... If someone said it, I wouldn't disagree. <laughs> but you're being you're 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 being contradictory. You want to move slow, which is fine, and you need time to build, which is fine. But then you want him to give you a hug, and, but you won't open your mouth about it. You want him to give you a hug for what? Just because you want one, or, or because how can you tell him you need time to build? and you act slow but expect him to go fast for you because you want to hug right now for no reason because you you didn't let him build an emotion for you to elicit a hug but you want to give him pause even though he likes you enough to go all the way you know it's I don't know but um, Miles has to do a lot of trial and error. Um, silence is not compliance. He has to cross boundaries just to see if he's getting any any closer to her. Um, oh, that's oh yeah yeah that's true. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. I was like, what? Why did I write this? That's true though. She doesn't give any leeway really, so he has to do a lot of trial and error. And again, like with that that thing. Uh, last couple episodes where the he wrote on the refrigerator oh, I want to have sex and then she freaking took it out of proportion and went ballistic and didn't come home for a night because he was semi-joking but it's like hey he's feeling it 
let's you know let's go and you're like oh just well, i don't know what the phrase was but just because we're married doesn't mean you have uh permission on my body and and all that stuff which is true all right <laughs> but still it's like fam make up your mind man i want a hug but don't touch me at the same time it's like what i don't know um also she doesn't want to talk about sex on camera and she's worried about her parents or anything but like karen you're 30 like what's good like you're really not gonna okay i get it you don't want to uh i get it you don't want to expose i don't know what i mean i get i get it i'm not, I'm not being an idiot i understand you don't want to share such intimate details with the world i get it forget your parents just more the world because one that's your private and intimacy things and also you don't want people judging you aka me about (laughs) about the stuff that you are into or the stuff that you're not into or the stuff that you won't do because people are going to judge and i get it but you're still going to have to talk about these things with your husband i'm sorry or you're not gonna get anywhere like anywhere you know um and i believe that uh dr viviana coles or pastor cal i forget he sees well they see that the sex thing is really holding him up so i believe that they said let's take sex off the table and karen started smiling because she couldn't she couldn't wait to hear those words, no sex, come out of the expert's um mouth. And Miles looks so defeated, and he just agrees. He's like, okay, yeah, maybe we should take sex off the table. And freaking Karen is elated. She's like, yes, yes, bitch. You know, snapping her fingers. She didn't do that. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't snap her fingers, but in her head, she was like, yes, queen, yes. Now I don't have to worry about this. It's like, wow, I don't have to worry about getting love and affection from my husband or 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 maybe that could be his love language, you know, but yay, I get to deny it now. Yeah, my my uh, (laughs) my marriage is going to go great now, now that I'm denying uh, something that will give my uh, husband joy and also possibly myself, too. Hey, who cares about that? Let's throw that out the window. <laughs> whatever so Woody and Imani uh, they're in the park and they're, and of course like sex comes up because it, it is the episode's uh, premise and topic and his his favorite position is on the side good 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 call and her position is legs on shoulders ow alright and what have you Oh, and the oh, because they have that that fishbowl question thing. So the thing it says, "What have you ever given up on?" And Woody says, "My dad, because his dad wasn't here. He uh, he went to jail for a long time, so the dad didn't get to see. Uh, uh, yeah, the dad didn't get to see Woody grow into a man, so he gave up on him. And uh, I guess another question was, "What would you what?" would what what have i guess what has turned you on and 
Amani says that the things that have turned around are the small things, so like the breakfast in bed that he's done, the, like the tacos, and saying my boo and all that stuff. Like that has really shown her that Woody cares about her and loves her because of he is very intent. He is very attentive to these small things, which uh, she loves. Back to Karen and Miles. So instead of working out in bed, they go working out in the gym because that's her jam. So Miles apparently hasn't done any gym stuff in a while, so he's super tired. And she's just cracking on him the the whole time. And he's like, oh, oh, oh," whatever. And then she's like, oh, it's good that Miles can take a joke and and all that stuff. But I just found that hypocritical, hypocritical because she couldn't take Miles' joke about the sex thing. But whatever, to each their own. So Henry, so we're back. So we're to Henry and Christina. Uh, Henry wants natural affection, hand holding and cuddling, and Christina uh, wants Henry to lead. Obviously, that that's her. That's her biggest thing, and that's their biggest um, struggle. Henry coming in first place to lead, and being uh, a force in the relationship you know because right now he's pretty much coasting and she doesn't like it one bit um back to Woody and Amani um I'm glad Wood. um I'm glad Woody stood his ground about the dog Woody no dog until baby comes oh I guess oh Amani is stubborn <laughs> I guess uh uh, oh yeah that they were talking about having dogs and Woody was like nah we're not having a dog until the baby and then of course Amani wants to be stubborn like she always is and you know she always wants to put her foot down for like no reason j- just to say that she can you know I'll cut my hair when I want to cut my hair oh I'll leave this relationship if I want to leave this relationship it's like alright yo like take it easy jeez but yeah, so I guess they're not having a they're not having a dog until the baby comes. Uh, that's what Woody's saying. So who's who's to who's to say that might come true or or not? Uh, Brett and Olivia. So they have lunch, and Brett gets a third degree, accusing him of not being serious with uh, Viviana, Doctor Viviana, and she and Olivia just asks him. Do you want to be married to me? And Brett is like, I gave you a very clear yes. And he's like, wow, you are really insecure. And that's half right and half wrong. I think she just wants a certainty because, again, as I said before, Brett gives these half-ass sarcastic answers. So she doesn't know where he stands because he never wants to be serious. He always wants to joke and be sarcastic. So he she can never get a real answer out of him so it's like hey man i need to know give me a pulse i need to know where we are so we can keep going in this direction and try to work things out and be happy but she doesn't know because everything keeps every time a incident happens they they go back two steps and then she tries to salvage it, but he's too caught up in his sarcasm and 
Ryan Reynolds type attitude. She's like, ah, effing, whatever. And she just walks away. And then he just comes up with, well, you're so insecure. Like, nah, bro. She's just trying to see what is going on. What What's what's the deal? Even though Olivia, you know, uh, Olivia is definitely wound tight. Let's not, let's not uh, think that she's a princess. You know, she's, uh, she's definitely wound tight. So, uh, Miles and Karen, again, uh, what pet name? Oh, they have, now they have questions, and it's like, what pet name are you gonna give me? One of them says love, the other, the other one says monkey head or something like that. I don't know what this says, but that that sounds that sounds right. And Karen says, I'm not I'm not a pet name person, and she calls him child. <sighs> yeah, because that's that's not emasculating. Um. And a question is asked, what is the trigger that would make you insecure, I think? And Miles says, people's expectancy, oh, of his age, because he's done a lot. With his age, you would think that he hasn't done anything, but he has done a lot and he has experienced a lot at his age. And I forget what his age is. Let's let's look back. Oh no, my pages are gone. I don't know. I don't know how old they are. Oh, my first page and my notebook is gone. But he's young. I think he's like twenty six. Um. But yeah, so th- so that's so that's what um gets him angry. And yeah, she and she always and I brought up my notes that she always wants to know the negative stuff to just to prepare for the bad. And I guess that's good, but. At the same time, look at what's in front of you that's good. Please don't miss that. Uh, don't miss out on that. That's important. You can't miss the you can't miss the good stuff that's in front of you. And I th- and I think that's what's going on and I think that's what a lot of people are, are saying to her via social media via in the damn show that she needs to look in front of her face as opposed to recollecting what has gone on in her past. And also uh, her negative expectancy, she 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 needs to stop doing that as well. Uh, yeah. So um, Henry and Christina they have a blindfold exercise, and Henry opens up about his weight and insecurity, and Christina is a bitch and says that he needs to get over it. You're 35. Um, and he, she says, as your wife, I can help you get over it. See, that's what you're supposed to say. Don't say get over it. You're 35. Listen, okay. I'm, I'm seeing all these, I follow a ton of people on Instagram and all these plus size models are still talking about, uh, that they're like 35, 36 or whatever. And their body size is pretty much accepted. Maybe they might not be accepted by, the mainstream society, aka white people, but but for black people, they are ready to go. Okay, so they they still talk about oh, I used to be ashamed of my uh, curves and all that other stuff, but now I rock them and I'm happy and I'm as free as a bird and all that stuff and and that's great. I'm glad that they find that they're I'm glad they found their confidence. But they're just as old, and they still haven't gotten over it because they keep talking about it. But I'm not saying that they should shut up about it. 
So I don't understand why Christina thinks that Henry should shut up about his weight and in insecurity. They're, they're tied together. They're linked together. This dude used to be big. He used to be portly. So he probably still sees himself like that, even though he is a good-looking guy. So I don't like the... I don't like that she is like, oh, get over it. You're 35. You know, that happened a long time ago. Like, yo, you couldn't even... You still cry. And I'm saying, I'm not to say that you still cry. You cried that you never got a... Uh, uh, that you never got flowers in in your adult life. The only time you got flowers was from your grandpa. And you, and you cried about that on camera, mind you, at the beginning of this experiment. And you're like 30-something. Why don't you get over that? It's freaking flowers. They die in three days. You know, but no. This this man has to get over his weight because you want him to. This man, uh, this this guy almost died. I remember that. He went he went for a, not a surprise visit to his doctor, but uh, he went to a visit for his doctor, and his doctor was like, "Yo, if you never if you didn't come in, you would have died in like two days. We need to do an emergency operation." And they say he saved his life. But the man is still self-conscious about his weight and his insecurities. Sure, he should grow, which he has, but to just say, get over it like it's a ex-girlfriend or something like that, that's totally different. That stays with you. It's a, it's a, it's a mental scar embedded in his body that, that won't go away uh, that easily, if ever. Okay? But... You, Miss Flower Girl. Well, I never got flowers. Only time I got flowers from my grandpa. <laughs> like, get over yourself. You're 30. You're 35 or however old you are. I forget. But you're old. Your ass is old. And and you cried on camera because you never got flowers. Ever. Alright? That, that, those are two... Wh- which one... Which one elicits the... The... Uh, the... Not better emotion, but... Which one's which one elicits not getting over, or, or or getting over it? You know the freaking flowers. Get over yourself. Buy buy yourself your own damn flowers. <laughs> you know, it's it's so messed up. Um, but anyway, so uh, another question was asked in the blindfold exercise, like, how do you know when you fall in love, and what is your biggest deal breaker? That was. That was asked, and Christina says a lack of confidence is her biggest deal breaker. And of course, she probably said that on purpose to light a fire under Henry's ass. And um, Henry definitely feels disappointed because that's Henry's weakness. He 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 can't. It, it, it's hard. It's hard for him. Um. Yeah. So, um, Henry and Bennett have a conversation with each other and they I think they went to lunch or something like that or dinner and the topic was about self-confidence and Henry says no Bennett comes with Bennett comes with like some some knowledge and he says society says that self-confidence is a person with no self-doubt but in actuality a person is confident and aware of self-reflection can I do this is this right and that's true and again that I think that's where I love that because that's 
I I am I am aware because I always am self-reflective. So I know my weaknesses and my strengths. So I think that's where my confidence lies. But society deems confidence like going into, I don't know, the club or the bar and asking the hottest chick in the room out and, yo, you want to go out? Let's go. Or like you, me, bedroom now or some shit, <laughs> you know? And I know that might seem... Oh no! I know probably all you girls are like, no, no, no. That's that's cockiness. That's not that's not confidence. I mean, hey, some some people have done that and they gotten laid. So, and and sometimes people sometimes women like the audacity that somebody would do that, but then still give him give him the play because that was confident in him. So yeah, you might hate the cockiness, but you love the audacity that somebody did that. So it it works one and the same but i do like bennett's uh definition because i think that's where i lay i think that's where i lie with the self-awareness of self-reflection i think that's where the confidence comes from but you know what i don't know (laughs) i I guess that is a small clan that believes in that but i but i love it but yeah so that was um the episode sorry if that sounded all over the place um again i haven't seen that episode in three months so i have no idea no recollection of what was going on where that where they were but thank goodness that i had the notes that i had again i think i i'm probably four or five episodes short of the finale so hopefully we'll run right through these and get uh this end of the season underway but again can't forget we have the i mean i have the the skin deeps card game the and self edition card game and of course i take a card and self reflect and see what uh i will uh talk about <laughs> man i haven't done this in quite some time you can tell but yeah so i so i take a card and I reflect on what, whatever the question is. So let's see what it says. What would be the strategic? What would be the strategic approach to it? Um. Wow. There's that's no context at all. What would be the strategic approach to it? I mean, I guess that can be applied to anything, really. What would be the strategic approach to it? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think the, the the biggest thing in my mind right now is to grow this podcast, okay? And again, I've been trying very hard to work on it. I've written down approximately over 50 ideas uh, to create into episodes because again I, I every time I think of something I write I write it down in my phone in my note in my notebook app to just flesh out later in life to eventually make into an episode so that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to concentrate on the content I, and I know again a one-man army it's it's very hard to do all this stuff and not have someone to rely on but I kind of like it because I'm kind of a control freak and also the way that it comes out is 92% the way that I want it to be. Of course, there's always improvement to be done. 
I'm a perfectionist, even though I hate saying that because that doesn't mean I'm like the best or whatever. I just like things to come out the way that I envision it. And um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm trying to do. So I'm I'm looking into a lot of things. Um, what the hell? Um, yeah, I'm looking into a lot of things to expand the the product. Try to look into ad revenue. Trying to get guests on here again. A lot of the ideas that I have, they're they're definitely ripe for guests. I've I've found a an app or website to do just that to uh, hire guests to be on i'll probably look into my old catalog and revisit some old guests that i would love to be on this new iteration of my podcast you know and i I think that'd be fun to do but yeah what's the you know what's the what's the strategic approach to it my main thing is the content The, the, the marketing will be there sure but if the if you're not coming back to good content, why are you coming back? Uh, there, there, there's no there's no point. So I'm trying to get these things really well, not really flashy or or very topical. Even though I will use some topics from headlines, but not but not too crazy. You know, I, I don't necessarily want to do that. But it's just that um, uh, I, I just wanna I just wanna do things that intrigue me and I believe that's the best way to do it that's the most strategic way to do it because for me it's genuine it'll be organic and I'll give a shit about it to tell you the truth I don't want to be like a Perez Hilton and talk about like the latest gossip and all that stuff I mean if it pertains to a certain subject that I can flesh out sure that that's great but mainly I want to just do episodes that mainly intrigue me and if I want to talk about it on my own, I will. If I want to have a guest on to help me understand the other side or to just flesh out that idea even more, then so be it. You know, I, I just I just want this to be good and I want it to be fun because once it's not fun, it's not worth doing at all. Again, I'm not making any money off this. I have no sponsors. I'm using the and the, yeah, I'm using the skins. I'm using the Skin Deep's The And card game just because I, one, I own it, and I love it. You know, I I love their content. They're great. I have three other card games. I use it because I love it, not because they sponsor me, because they don't. Nobody sponsors me, at least not yet. Fingers crossed. I'm I'm trying to get sponsors, but not right now. But anyway, yeah, man. I just wanna, I just wanna have fun with it, and that's it. That that that's really all I want to do, yeah. But all right, that's it. Um, thank thank you guys for listening. All right, thank, and I'm sorry for that for that hiatus. Even though for you it won't feel like a hiatus because I haven't missed a week of uh, episodes. But anyway, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also find the podcast on Instagram, Twitter. I mean, you can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That's Tink Pod. Uh, 
If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can either call 845-393-1863 and leave a voicemail or email me at tinqpodcast at gmail.com and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Dean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. Catch you later.